Wild Soccer Talk Podcast. Two guys, two mics, two pints. And it's me, Nestor, here with Henry, and this is episode 125. Welcome back. Uh, not a whole lot of news, but a whole lot of news. It, yeah, Updates, you know, yeah. Champions League is back. Uh, the Premier League is uh, it's, it's quite juicy. Yeah. It's not too bad. Uh, but first, uh, how how'd you like the Super Bowl, man? Ah, uh, man. I was, uh, let's just say I wasn't myself at the moment. How am I not myself? But the... the how am I not myself? I will say it was a good game, entertaining from start to finish. The halftime show I quite enjoyed. Not the hugest Rihanna fan, but for the state I was in at the time, it was uh, quite the experience. And... I wasn't a big fan of the uh, holding call on Bradbury uh, for Juju Smith, but I, you know, the Chiefs were always kind of trending to win in the final moments, so I kind of was already expecting it. But it does leave a sour taste in my mouth the way that was called, and I wish there was VAR just to say. But well, no, anyways. well, they would have been like, well, technically, yeah, he did. Hold, he did pull his shirt. Yeah, and so they they would have. But that you could call that every almost every drive. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's just a, it's one of those uh, like, fine line calls. You just yeah. like people say you don't call it in the final moments of the biggest game in football. No, I mean when it has an impact like that, it's you know, yeah. It leaves a huge what if. Credit to the Chiefs though, who won. Um, you know, it feels like they're becoming the Warriors, the uh, the Madrids, the Barces at some point, the uh, the cities of of the world because this is a. Uh, Two Super Bowls in, in the last four years, I believe. Three appearances. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, so congrats to them, as much as I hate to say it as a Chargers fan. <laughs> but besides that big game, there was a lot of great football on, yeah. including football, today. Football. But, you know, um, yeah. and we'll any get We'll get to that in a sec. Um, but, yeah, loads of sports, um, and it's just great to enjoy. And by the way, I'm kind of happy football's done. It's one less sport to follow, so it means more of my attention is going to just to football, football. <laughs> yeah, but then baseball's coming in. I know you're a big baseball guy. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll learn to be, uh, as Nestor is going to be his first time trying fantasy baseball. Uh, no, I'm not. It'll make you love it. It'll make you love it. But anyways, yeah, that's that's about a month and a half away, month or so. Um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know what what, guess, what do you want to bite into first. I, I guess we should just shed a little bit of light on the whole tragedy with Turkey. That is seven point six earthquake. Correct. Yeah, seven point six or seven point eight thereabouts. Something something huge. Yeah, very much caused so. Caused a lot of disaster, and even um, I mean, you always see like news like little girl held on to her baby sister for five days or something. Yeah. Like, God damn. How brutal that must be! Like oh uh, you can't even put yourself in those shoes because the amount of claustrophobia I would feel would be insane. But yeah, we're hearing a they lot of stories. It. Make it. The numbers of of you know accounted deaths are going up every day by the thousands. So you know we extend our thoughts to Turkey, Syria, and all the surrounded countries. Just yeah, to yeah. kind of bring it back home, Christian Atsu, former Newcastle player, uh, he's playing in Turkey and unfortunately to this day has not been found. There's a lot of various reports going back and forth. He was found, he wasn't. It turns out he, he hasn't been found. That's but, wild. And yeah, it's uh, you know very sad to hear. And I mean, we hope by some miraculous 
you know stretch he he's alive but you've at this point you have to kind of start to believe the worst but yeah one of the many deaths there's another player as well i think he was a goalkeeper young 25 i mean countless deaths so uh, yeah we we extend our thoughts yeah yeah we can't just focus on the footballers just because uh, but yeah it's it's a crazy thing there, there was a video though of the uh the president erdogan kind of uh walking through like a um, some buildings or something and He's kind of laughing at the fact that they kind of bypass some some regulations or certain things to get them built faster or more efficiently. Yeah. Um, that would have kind of mitigated a lot of the damage that was done by the earthquake. So. Well, yeah, you know, poor infrastructure. Know like straight up scumbag. We know that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, thoughts thoughts go out to those people on that side of the world. Um, I guess in terms of news, there have been a few things. Um, we did talk about uh, um, Jesse Marsh, U.S. Uh, U.S. based manager or American manager, I guess I should say, uh, that was managing Leeds, got sacked, and uh, well, did that happen? By the um, time we did the last pod. I I want to say no. I want to say no, but I'm I. Uh, well, now Chris Armas is appointed, so another American. I know we've talked about it um, off the you, po- off you the know, record. I think because they played Leeds played Manchester United last Wednesday. Yeah, but they also played him the time prior with Jesse Marsh, and it was like back to back games. No, that was this Sunday, and then on Monday, like last Wednesday they played, and then this past Sunday they played again. Yeah, but last Wednesday I believe was Marsh's last game, wasn't it? No. Oh no, he was already. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, that was um, oh because it, yeah because they drew, and it was oh you know, Arma should be the guy you know yeah. But anyway, yeah, Jesse Marsh got sacked last week, and he was very much tied. Well, there was a lot of debate whether he should go to manage the U.S. team, which a lot of U.S. fans don't really want for him just because. They feel yeah. like he has a bigger role within football. Some people actually would really love the idea, by the yeah, way. And it's not the end of the world if he comes. It's just more for me and his own interests. I'm like, you have better fish, bigger fish to fry. But yeah, he's he would be amazing. But it was it was apparent that he's he's quite wanted in England. Um, maybe you could take it from here. Well, yeah, the strong link was uh, Southampton because they had just sacked uh, Nathan Jones, who, by all accounts, was. Totally horrible after the whole sacking of Hasenhutl, which I still disagree with. Uh, I still think he's a pretty good manager, despite the whole you know display that he did with drawing <laughs> with Liverpool. But whatever. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, they sacked him and they they had Marsh, I guess. And I didn't know. I thought everything was good. I I, I thought everything was green on. But apparently there was a hiccup there with uh, with uh, some of the uh, contract clauses that that Marsh was insisting on. And so you got it from there. Yeah, I mean it's. Um, I and you you mentioned it when when I mentioned that Daesh was going to join Everton. Eventually he did, and you're like, well, what manager is going to agree to to just being a caretaker or finishing off at the end of the season and. Every manager wants stability and is going to want to be there for a season or longer. Definitely longer in more cases. And that was the case here. Uh, Jesse Marsh wanted a guaranteed contract past one year. 
uh, Southampton just needs an escape artist like Sam Allardyce or somebody like that, and they couldn't reach an agreement. And unfortunately for both parties, I think they're both missing out on a possible good partnership. You, you know, know, I think uh, I think when it gets when you get to it, yeah, I, I guess I, um, ideologically speaking, uh, Marsh is a lot more. It's going to be a little more tactical in, in the way they play, like uh, Hasenhoto was. Uh, but you also have to look at the situation and be like, okay, there is a very real chance, and maybe for Southampton, it's pretty much like the thing that's most likely to happen to get relegated. Okay, so you have to accept that if you can finagle uh, an escape, good, perfect, great. But you're getting somebody with the expectation that, yeah, we're going to be in the championship next season. So we're going to have to figure out how we're going to, you know, um, position ourselves best to make to make it back up the following year. Uh, but also retaining someone with quality. Yeah. And and I don't know what they were thinking with getting Jones. Obviously that didn't work. Any year, any time where you're firing more than more than one manager in a season, that's a red flag. That's yeah, it's right? not a good look. Uh <clears throat> so so that's a problem on its own. And that's them making a cautious decision based on not being cautious before by hiring that guy. And I don't think it makes sense and not giving him what he wants. And, and you know, when you said when you told me this earlier, I'm like, well, don't don't clubs sack managers anyway, but then they're on the hook for a for yeah, there can be payout. yeah payouts. I mean, a lot of people speculate that's the reason why guys like Brendan Rodgers have retained their job. Obviously, depending on the notoriety of a manager, there'll be a bigger clause. Mourinho's been notable for that. Yeah, maybe that's the case, too, where Jesse March is like... With their oath, I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and that's... And and that's maybe down to Jesse Marsh. Like some maybe some kind of bargaining that he was trying to doing to, was trying to do was over the top. So it's like those details will never come to light unless you know there's a specific piece on it. But but then again, how much how much leverage or bargaining power do you really have if you're a manager that just got sacked too? And that team is is in a relegation battle themselves. Yeah, but and, and that that begs the question: if you even think whether like Jesse Marsh's Sacking was justified. I'm still of the the boat that it, I, I think it was premature. Leeds fans might tell you different, but I, I I I believe it was a little too premature on the basis that he's had a rough starting eleven to work with. Like, let's not forget. I mean, if it wasn't for guys like Nonto and Somerville to really immerse, man, like the uh, crevice that like somebody like Rafinha and Calvin Phillips have left is like. It's tough, you know, for any manager. Yeah. So I think I think Jesse Marsh, just the fact that he garnered that interest already straight away from a, a club that has has been has been historically good in the prem. People forget Southampton's been in the prem for a decade now. I don't remember how long or when the last time Southampton was in. The it's prem. been yeah yeah. So there's that to, that goes into account. We're gonna have to see what happens, but uh, I suspect this is not the last team that's gonna come knocking on Marsh's door in the next months. Um, it's clear that he wants to get back into it. I mean, the guy's young. It's good for him. It's good for him to get back into it. Um, yeah. You know, I think in his position, though, he should have taken it. Maybe, like, just just take, just like, take hey, guys, the... Give me yeah. the year, I'll prove it, and then we can extend. Yeah. I mean, Bielsa himself was only working on one year. But that was mm-hmm. on his terms. Uh, and he's he's 
demanded that and and kind of warranted that he's he's different gravy you know um yeah inter- interesting one i wonder who southampton will go for next i mean are they gonna just settle for like a you know like a scott parker type guy who he's already employed but somebody like he's that in champions league <laughs> yeah i know that was crazy to see right <laughs> yeah he doesn't he doesn't want to go into a relegation battle nah and Again. it's it's kind of cool to see by the way as a little tidbit like more more english managers coaching abroad there's not enough and the ones that have tried most times have failed you know gary neville at valencia and and other guys in particular but scott parker has a a chance to carve his own lane so that's kind of cool um at any rate though um yeah is there anything else we're, uh, uh well prim- yeah um yeah of course uh, uh well speaking of managers and jobs um Ancelotti, there was a rumor that Ancelotti had agreed to to be the manager of brazil which actually wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for brazil's sake but when i first saw it Brazil are so nationalistic that the idea of a foreign manager, and even as great as Ancelotti is, even the idea of that for me was like, ah, dude, is this real? Like, I, I don't know. I didn't know that this could happen. Um, but I guess so far it's just a, a rumor or it wasn't confirmed. It was reported as being agreed on and everything, but I mean, maybe they're just playing coy because. I don't know, Madrid hit somewhat of a skid. I wouldn't even save this kid. Lost a couple games, uh, or they drew games that they shouldn't have. Um, <clears throat> and definitely lost one. But there was reports from Madrid's side that they weren't happy and, and that, you know, Ancelotti needs great results in order to, to keep his job. So it all kind of fell in line with the yeah. idea that maybe he's not even going to manage past this season. Do <laughs> um, you know what's interesting? And this is just a quick tidbit. I was at the pub today, and this guy's like, well, you know, Klopp, you know, if shit continues the way it's going, he might get sacked from Liverpool at some point. And he's like, he's rumored for Real Madrid. I, I hadn't heard that rumor myself. But how, how, how fitting would that be? I just feel like that would be a great marriage of uh, football philosophy, history, and uh-huh. player personnel. And, and spending. Yeah. Uh, it would be cool. But, you know, going back to Ancelotti, I think uh, he can hang his hat proudly uh, off of what he has done while he's been there. But it, it becomes clear at times that maybe Madrid needs a, di- a new dynamic direction to go in. I think whatever he had going with Benzema in his first season and, and some of the other, uh, you know, key components, it, it may need some refreshing. You know, there's there's young guys coming up, young guys that you may go for in the future. I think you're gonna need somebody uh, with fresh ideas um, going forward. And yeah. as and as for Brazil, mind you, this I I can't name you one great Brazil Brazilian manager that I can think of. Oh yeah, no, like not, none that are coming up. But we can, I mean, we can say that about a few countries for yeah. sure. But for for Brazil to think and believe that they should only have a Brazilian oh, manager yeah, yeah, is yeah, is yeah, pretty yeah, that sort of arrogance. Is, it, and yeah, that's only Brazil. Yeah, and um, you know, I mean, even even Argentina have managers that have done great in Europe and are doing great, or have been known for something. Brazil, not so much. I mean, look at the coaches they've had, Dunga, in the past, who not really good. made it on the technicality that he was a former player. Mm-hmm. Scolari, who was, I don't know why he was appointed. Uh, appointed his philosophy was very outdated. No well, character. Oh, and and you know, for I was I said this during the World Cup. For all the credit that Brazil get for having flair and having all this, they're 
They're just a glorified counterattacking team. Yeah, it seems like it's a lot of times it's a team playing pickup, and they can get away with that because of how talented yeah. they are. But once in you know encountered with a they, really they serious organized base, really. team, yeah. yeah, it's it's difficult. Um, but yeah, I think Carlo Ancelotti would be a breath of fresh air for the team. Uh, and you know, he's accomplished, and he has he's uh, he's probably uh, other than Mourinho, like the best manager teaching or or playing a counterattacking football. Yeah. Tactically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's more of that, um, you know, older, maybe more reformed way of playing, and I think that translates well to, to international football. And, I mean, well, shit. Well, I, I think he's a fucking winner. Let, let's not... He's got so much respect. You know, people listen to him. He's, he's managed a lot of those players, uh, if not even most of them. So... So people people are going to listen to to Ancelotti and respect his decisions. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you know, even dating back two decades ago, Serie A winning different titles with different teams. Well, he's won in all the big leagues. Yeah, so I mean, don't get me wrong. He's had he's it's been peaks and valleys with that guy though. Like, let's not forget, like before Madrid, he was at Everton. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's very it's a varying topic with him but overall he's, like he's gonna was, be remembered I, as a legend like for him that was like let me see if i can do this but they probably paid him really great too. no for sure for sure and he coached psg too right yeah he went with psg that motherfucker's been everywhere i, I like he coached Bayern munich you know that, that's yeah. why we're like oh fuck he did that yeah <laughs> i know yeah it's it's pretty wild but um yeah it, it would be cool to see um and man I, I can't really tell you what manager has made that big of a hop from club to international it doesn't happen a whole lot um he's like the slot on of managers yeah just yeah at all the big clubs the last club manager that was decent that made that hop to international football and this is like a big drop off was for me roberto martinez who was pretty good with wigan oh, he was amazing with wigan well average with with everton and and then got that belgium job but not many managers you see come from that level of football and directly onto international because stages. they love the day-to-day shit yeah and, and that's to, it's crazy to be right but at Ancelotti's age, it makes sense to take that kind of job up, and yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm trying to think that. That's pretty good. I can't. I can't think of many. Bangal. Bangal. Bang all. Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah, it's another good one. Ah, uh, fuck. Because hmm. Garrett Southgate even was. I've never heard of the guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he's very unremarkable manager career, and, and you know, I guess it stays that way <laughs> to a degree. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget though, before him. Having a semifinal and a final to his name, it's, it's not. It's not, not nothing. But it's not crazy because just, yeah, Roy Hodgson was managing him prior, <laughs> and and he was almost getting the same returns. But you know, and this is England's probably mo- most talented pool they've had in so long. It's been underwhelming, but anyways, that's that's a separate topic. But yeah, uh, it would be cool to see breath of fresh air. Like I said, you don't see that too often. Yeah, I, I like that idea. And I, and I would hope they get it. Yeah. Oh, another it. guy that maybe we didn't mention, and I know he took a big, a uh, few sabbaticals maybe even. Luis, Luis Enrique, obviously. Um, you know, at one point coached Barca. And, and yeah, I was thinking too, but he only planted one team, right? Or two. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. As far as just being a, a manager that's, you know, uh, been successful at club football, big big name, you know. Well, what is coming of him? Because he's not managing the Spanish team anymore, right? Oh, and now, yeah. Who knows? He might maybe might come back to coach in, in Spain at, or somewhere. Hey, uh, he was rumored to Mexico. Oh, that would be sick. 
No, but Mexico already appointed the new No, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's uh, Marco. Fuck, uh, I, I forgot his name. He's the guy that was at Tigres. I remember talking to my dad the day of, and he's like, I hate it. I was like, but Pop, like, the, the big problem that Mexican fans have is, uh, is they always say, oh, he doesn't know the Mexican player. He's won with the Mexicans, so. Yeah. Like, what's the excuse now, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe people were illusioned with the idea that Rafa Marquez could have been it, or, you know, God forbid, Pijorera. And the one, the one that I lament the most that didn't get the call was uh, Almeida. But you know, yeah, that, that was that was a, a different time, and it's been a while. Anyway, uh, yeah. So moving on from uh, from that piece of news, um, let's talk a little bit about a. Well, I don't know. Here's a little heartwarming story. A Czech player, uh, Jacob Janko. Pretty sure I didn't pronounce that correctly, but yeah, he plays for uh, he plays for the Czech club. God damn it, I had I had the name here. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Sparta Prague, so one of the big teams in 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 the Czech the yeah, Czech yeah. Republic. It is yeah, Republic yeah. of Czech Czechia. Anyway, yeah, he came out as gay. So um, while that was a well, I'm sure there's a few. Quite a few players out there that aren't announcing it. You know, it's becoming a little more common for for players to make the announcement. Yeah, and um, it's it's still a big balls move. Yeah, yeah, especially um, like where he's at. Especially like Balkan countries, they're not very accepting of those kind of lifestyles. I guess. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, credit. And it's crazy because every time something like this comes out, and here's one example is um, there was, I don't know, I guess the admin of the Real Madrid uh, Instagram page, they liked the post. Yeah. Of the guy coming up. They, all they did was like it. They, there's no comment or anything. And like all the replies to the, to the fact that Madrid liked it were like, oh. Um, yeah. I'm not a Real Madrid fan club. This is disgusting. Yeah, I'm no longer, you know. Yeah, I, I can't with, be associated with people that. that yeah. You guys, you guys should just stick to football. This. So, so just the fact that the simple idea that someone can click like to something like that, and and draws that much vitriol. So, a young player admitting it, and now now you gotta be concerned. Well. If there's people that sick about it, then you have to be concerned about his safety. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a big thing. But yeah, it's a big balls move. I think in maybe in England it, it might be a little safer to make that you oh, know yeah. Yeah. um that outcome. But in, in places like Prague and Czech Republic and you know, in, in that region Russia. It, it's tough. It's tough, you know, there's not Turkey. like you said, they're not accepting and I, I just wonder if this is going to be a domino effect for possibly other players that uh, have the same lifestyle or sentiment. And like, well, will that inspire others? If it does, I think it's a great thing. And I think it's brave regardless if, if it doesn't emit that effect. Because like you said, it takes nuts. And um, I'm sure it's a weight off his shoulders too now, you know. My, my other... I guess inquisition is like what's going to happen with his opponents now or is he going to be targeted verbally is he going to even be targeted more physically you know is there going to be just that 
that thing now going on, you know? Yeah, I mean, in a similar way, and not that I'm equating these two things, but you have players that are targeted still for racism. You know, right now, the big one still is Vinny, you know, and that affects his game, right? Um, but I don't know, I kind of hate <laughs> that, you know, that being gay draws it. I feel like they're two different types of like they they come from the same kind of ignorance, I guess. Yeah, it's something that's ingrained and taught. Yeah, and you don't yeah. shake it off, especially when you have older family members like uncles yeah. or dads or grandpas that are so machistas. They're just gonna be homophobic because that's what it is to be a man, right? Yeah. But you know, a lot of the youngsters today, and this is why we see this now. He's Jankto is. Uh, willing to come out and, and happy and proud to is because our our generation is more accepting, you know, which is good. Starting to, yeah. Starting to, but you know, you're always reminded that there's still people living in the Stone Age, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's I, pretty. I, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say that that he won't be targeted because you know he will. Yeah. He'll no. No doubt. Sure. I mean, let's not forget. You remember? I think a year or two ago, we talked about Landon Donovan's team. Uh, the yeah, San Diego yeah. Pride and, and, and a player on his team being targeted for being of... Yeah, oh, yeah, verbal. Yeah, yeah and, and so it's it's definitely going to happen, man. But it it just depends on how serious officiating is going to take it or how serious a player might take it, too. Because you, you might get shit talked to you, but you could always talk back, you know? Yeah, And some players move on with it, you know, but... And I think Vinny does that very well. I will say, you know, obviously he he exchanges with them. Um, yeah, but it does affect his game. Like, yeah, it, it, it is a distraction, and it's a distraction yeah, and, that certain players yeah. are never going to experience. Yeah. So, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, so like, say somebody like uh, in the same league per se, like a uh, a Gerardo Moreno is never going to experience that. He can be as talented as he want. He's never going to have that distraction of him being called something that is is just egregious, but. But yeah, um, congrats to Jankto. And I, like I said, if it means that more players are comfortable with coming out. By the way, in England, I think they'd be so accepting of it. More so than maybe somebody like Czech Republic. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think they fucking monetize it. Like, like market they would. it, you know. Yeah. But, you know, we have leagues that actually wear the rainbow armband in, you know, Czechoslovakia, Serbia, and, and some of these other countries in the vicinity. That's not even an option, right? So, uh, you know, it's like, it also depends on the country. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty I interesting. That was something notable to. Uh... Declan Rice, Reese James. It's never too late. <laughs> ah. Para, para. What do they call that when, um, when you, I guess you out them? Ah. Uh, you know? uh, we don't do that here. I dox them. <laughs> And at the bottom talk to talk we don't do that here. Uh, <laughs> um, so I guess uh, a little more kind of a headline type thing. Uh, OG Nice. Oh. <laughs> they they uh, they filed a was it a lawsuit or? Yeah, some kind of lawsuit against a uh, a pair of individuals and a cameraman who. Um, you know, engaged in some pornographic activity at the stadium. <laughs> and they filmed uh, an amateur uh, scene, and, yeah, in one of their uh, bathrooms, right? Yeah, oh, I mean, the video's not too long. I, I haven't watched it per se, but, I mean, I mean, isn't that any bloke's stream? Anyways, <laughs> uh, as far as OG Nice's legal team's concerned, it's very inappropriate, and I have to agree, obviously, like, 
You can't have that going on at a stadium. I mean, recently yeah. a, an Oakland A's fan was getting yeah. dome at the top rows, and, and people move on. But when you post it on, on the Internet and it's clearly clearly at the stadium and with with Nice jerseys, I mean, shit, that's pretty wild, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some guys. It's one uh, of those, hey, are you alone? Um, look, I have $200. Uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Anyways, uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. In other French, uh, French league-related news, though, um, oh, wow, um, <clears throat> there's two Americans, well, two North American players. CONCACAF, yeah. That are leading the league. Yeah. The league that has... Farmers League, like, but, yeah, nonetheless. Like Payet, Mbappe, Neymar. Um, Mbappe. Uh, Messi. Oh, yeah, yeah, that Messi guy. Forgot yeah, 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 him. Him. Uh, passenger. Uh, Glorify passenger. He's the passenger Pesky. princess. Pesky. <laughs> um, it's significant though, right? Yeah, yeah. To have an American. Well, well, I, I didn't say the players. It was, it's Jonathan David and uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Falaran Balogun. Yeah. This is what I was gonna get at. Is like he's part American, part English, and part Nigerian. So I mean, the U.S. has been tugging at this guy's nutsack for years, but. He also has the off chance that he could still play for England. Obviously, there's guys like Nketiah. There's guys like, you know, Rashford, Harry Kane. I yeah. mean, there's they're such a deep pool but, there. But England knows better than to not call up someone that's leading any top league. Of course. No, no. Games. And this is where uh, apparently Southgate has tapped his shoulder a few times now. So it's becoming a tug of war. Uh, and don't get me wrong, Balogun, Balogun is good. For those who know him, he came, he came from Hill End, played for Arsenal. Even played official games for them, but could never quite break through. And now he's tearing it up in League 1. Um, so, I mean, it's a good sign. I, I, I just, I'm not going to put too much stock into it because it's still early. I don't know if he's going to get the, the, the Pichichi per se. But it's, it's always a good look if you could finish up there. And, and I, I will also say this, Jonathan David has done this before. So that's the guy that I really I want to really play. I rate him too high. I think he's Canada's best player outside of Alfonso Davies. Well, and maybe that's not saying a whole lot. Yeah, but. yeah, and that just goes to show how much I rate Canada. And Eustachio? Yeah, he's all right. He's straight or whatever. Um, we're not going to show love to uh, Kyle Laren? No, Sile Laren. I'm not going to pronounce well, CY as... As Kyle's son, that's that's just that's incorrect. Fair play, <laughs> fair play. Uh, okay, at least their goalkeeper Borjan. Uh-huh. Remember how he tried to victimize himself? Ah, bitch all that shit. Yeah, hey, but they got first place though, right? <sighs> yeah, qualifying right. That's a, you get trophies for that, right? Yeah, it's it's a good pat in the back right? for sure. Oh, you don't. Oh, fuck. Well, hmm. but yeah, it's it's always good news. Though I will say when Concacaf is is topping a major European league, and we'll see if they keep it up. Um, that being said, I mean, currently in Concacaf, those two are some of the hotter players as far as uh, form goes. I will say, uh, my boy Luca de la Torre has been working his way into that eleven at Celta Vigo and. He's, he's fitting in like a glove, so that's another guy to look out for in the future. Still needs a lot of time. Josh Sargent also sco- scored this weekend. Oh, did he? And then, you know, that's another guy we can't sleep on. 
Um, Anthony Robinson, you know, being a mainstay at Fulham. Weston McKinney, looking good at Leeds. Tyler Adams, one of the CDMs of the season. You know, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of great activity going on in, in Europe right now. Across all five leagues. Gio Reyna, super sub. By the um, way, is that is that a testament to maybe Greg Berhalter was onto something, bringing him off the bench, or no? Ah, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to give uh, Berhalter that much credit, and I'm also not going to put too much stock into happening, like into happening to score goals when he comes on. Now, one was a worldie. The other, the other ones were tappins, circumstantial. Uh, you know. It, they're great and they count for sure, but I I don't know if that means that you're like this world beater. But it also doesn't mean that that Burhalter was right into keeping him as a sub. No, yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> I feel like like we need to see more of Geo. That's totally. a problem though if he's if he's only a sub. Yeah. That team is pretty good though. Dorman, it's, Dor- Dor- it's not like we're it's a lot of starlets in that team. It's yeah. not like we're talking about Fulham or something. Yeah, or Norwich for that matter, or my boy Kevin Paredes who's balling right now at Wolfsburg, one for the future. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, um, but uh, anyway, so uh, let's do um, let's talk a little bit about uh, Chelsea. Haven't had a great start to uh, you know their splurge, I guess. To their post splurge uh, winter transfer window. Uh, well, I don't. Know, I don't know if there's a report saying that Potter has years to convince Bowley. I don't know that any owner is really that relaxed, unless you've already won a bunch of shit or have had great results across several years. Yeah. So I don't know if they have that much patience for him. Years, plural, plural I think is an exaggeration. But yeah. I think I feel comfortable in saying, even though if he keeps losing at this rate, which is pretty horrendous so far, albeit close games, they're not getting washed. Um, I still think that Bowley gives them a year for certain. I think he's smart enough to know what guy they went after, smart enough to see what this guy has done with the lesser budget, lesser team, lesser resources. He need like regardless of what happens this season, he needs that year, and then I think he'll reap what the makes benefits. You so sure though, and I'm not attacking you, but what makes you sure. so sure that that Potter can make it happen? Though? Like, yeah, well, where's where's this confidence from? Yeah, Brighton overperformed, right? And they played good. It's not they played like, amazing. It's not even like they they, they were just like this plucky team that happened to do good. No, they actually played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but where's his confidence coming from? It's the same kind of confidence I had with Mikel Arteta, for example. And this is a guy who had no management experience. But you see the vision. You see the ideas trying to get formed within a team who, quite frankly, doesn't have the IQ or the you know the mental exercise to execute whatever he wants to do. That's why I say to expect them to perform immediately is outrageous the same way that after Emery, I, to expect Arteta to just take you to another level in a few months, despite the transfer window, despite any of that, it's just crazy to expect. And I'm still of the same idea. I think even before Graham Potter even got this job, I was always 
impressed with his uh, tactics because it's not like he was, you know, hoping for a counterattack like Brentford or who, who, who are having a great season. But, you know, it was very skilled, very methodical. I also think Thomas Frank is a good manager. He's good. They actually outplayed Arsenal. You know, you know, and it's weird because you'd think that he would be in the top six conversation if he was that good. But you have to remember, Brentford is, is Brentford, and they have their players, and that's what they do. But they do play a very counterattacking football. It's very... Yeah. I think Thomas Frank's style is more closely resembling to Klopp's with less of that possession base, but just, like, very electric football, you know, very dynamic. But anyways, going back to Potter, I'm, I'm confident in saying that because... If even if he was managing my team and, and even if he was struggling like this, it's very hard as a fan to not be this patient, but you have to. Arsenal fans are not patient with Arteta. Look at them now. You know, they're they're in, in, in the midst of every yeah. major competition. I, and, and I think and again, they they're just in different situations. They're I think but, it's just the uh, fact that he has that budget, it it, it, it gives him less of a leash and people are yeah, quick well, to and, judge. And that's I think that's important though, because there's there's one really okay. We're gonna give this guy time, but you also acknowledge that you haven't spent as much as maybe you should have, uh, as you could have, or as you wish you could. Um, whereas Chelsea, they've just they just throw money all over the place. Yeah. And when you still see losses, when you see draws, scoreless draws, when you're not creating. That's kind of a problem, and and as good as as of a as good of a manager that Potter is has shown to be, with with a lot smaller budget, I, I think it's it, it starts turning into like okay maybe he's not a great man manager, maybe maybe this locker room might be a little too big for him. Yeah, and I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean. Again, and I feel like I said this last week and the week before, but, I mean, the guy got the job in September, got to coach them for a month and a half, missed almost two months due to the World Cup, and now he gets them back. And it's like, there's going to be expiring contracts. There's going to be players that want to be in the first 11 that can't due to the new signings. It's going to be a terrible time in that locker room. There's going to be a lot of tabloid journalism. There's going to be a lot of problems being you know, vocalized by the media and maybe internal sources. I mean, even this weekend, he was asked about Mudrik and, and Kukurela's relationship. Apparently, there is a rift there. And and by the way, I, I never thought they needed Kukurela. I wish City could have got him. And, and they had to step in and do what they did. And look at it now. It never worked out for them. That And that's a separate topic, but... I find their scouting, their so-called scouting, a little questionable. It's never it's never been engineered to, to match a certain style. It's a lot of times it's been throwing money at players it's and hoping like, it works. It's like, oh, I heard that name before. Or yeah. Arsenal wants him, let's go get him. City want him, let's go get him. That's what it really is. And, and that's what it feels like. And maybe it's and, not that way, but yeah. but if you're giving that impression, if if you're that guy, if you're all up in the DMs, just looking around like, hey, 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 I heard City, you know, this, hey, you didn't hear it from me, but City... Yeah, like you know what? They, he's just a little shady, you know. Me, I'll treat you good, you know. And and somehow they get the the players to fall for, it, or or it's just the money. Yeah, like, it, it it really just comes down to it. like, oh, we'll we'll give you fucking ten million more, and and you know let let's seal this deal right now. Um. So, like you said, they don't really do business in the sense where they have 
a very centrified uh, uh, tactic. They're just going for hot names and the guys that everyone else wants. And all, meanwhile, the guys that everyone else wants all play different styles. Say you want technical guys. Uh, other teams want physical guys. Other teams want just like pacey players, whatever it is. And Chelsea wants them all. You, it, things can't work like that. Yeah. And, and and maybe that's the problem with Potter. He's like, yes, I have all these weapons, but they're not the weapons that I want. And that and that's that's may, maybe the bigger problem at hand. The the seamlessness with Arteta and Edu, the seamlessness between Pep and Shiki Bergestein. And, and, and yeah, and Kaldun, yeah, Kaldun Al Mubarak and and Sheikh Mansour, even even with Bayern and Nagelsmann, like there's a clear idea of what. And they kind figured of, it out. Yeah, that and Xavi and Laporta, I will say, I mean, top of the league, but hey, who's counting? There has to be that semblance in ideology, you know. They they went for Koulibaly, I know under Tuchel, but with no intention of having an idea of how he's going to fit into Potter's system. I, I just got to figure that. <laughs> whatever Abramovich was doing is exactly the same as Bowling and the gang are doing. And it doesn't work, by the way, because the Glazers did that for so long. And I they kind of still do that. And it's to an extent, although, like I said, Ten Hag, for me, knows what he's doing. It's been For me, it's been a massive leap. In fact, I've been, I think it's been undermined and underrated by the media, by the fans. They have, they have something going now, man. It's very polished now. And, and I like that if I was a fan of the club. They're kind of in the title race. Yeah, kind of. As much as Newcastle are, though. Let's be fair. No, okay, but but like, and, and let me let me capitalize that kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because they're kind, they're kind of like I, I would take United more seriously than Newcastle right now. Maybe, maybe. Although you know, it, it's very, it's very tight. But yeah, United look better than ever. But for so so many years. Well, City were linked with Pogba. Well, they go for Pogba. City were linked with Di Maria. They went for Di Maria. City were linked with Falcao. They went for Falcao. It's like, man, I mean, that was very much the same thing Chelsea do now. And it, it is a bit annoying, but if it amounts to nothing, if there's no idea, then it's going to be irrelevant. And I still think it is right now, but give, give, Potter, give Potter a few months. I think that's another thing about like, commanding respect. It, it's not just extended to the. It's not just for the locker room, the dressing room. You extend that to the ownership and whatever executives. Like, okay, guys, I need this kind of style. I need this profile of player. Enzo Fernandez, great, nice. But I already have like technical midfielders. Mudrik, uh, um, Sterling, great, but I already have my pacing wingers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have yeah. My, my skillful wingers. I already have Ziyech. Why the fuck do I need Sterling? I have Pulisic and uh, I, I forget who else they have on the left. Why the hell do we need Mudrik? Just so the other teams don't have them? <laughs> like that, that's, like, I, I mean, I guess in, the, in that sense, if, if that's what you want to do, if you want to be spoiler, cool. But now you're stuck paying millions of dollars and having zero results from it because that chemistry is all out, all out of whack. And I don't know, and, and maybe it is a chemistry thing with the Cucurella thing. Maybe they just need to figure out how they can play off each other. It's only been a week. Yeah. To make a comp, <laughs> I, I maybe saw that comp of Cucurella just kept sideways passing it. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was only those passes that they showed. I'm sure there was other passes. And it's, I don't know. By the way, I, I think people are quick to shit on that. Like, that's so necessary. How many times do we see plays get wasted for trying to force a ball into the final third? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there there's, you know, switching of sides. There's engaging the midfield. I think it's very valuable. And I think we see, like, a lot of fullbacks do it in, in different systems. I th- I love Kukur. I'll take him today at City, especially with the gap that Cancelo has left in the left side of the field. He would fit with us like a glove because we need a guy like that. We never got him. Oh, well, maybe we have somebody in mind. But, yeah, Cucurella looks like... Uh, it, I think also the back line he's assorted with is just not... It's not going to get the best out of him. If he was playing next to center backs like Lisandro Martinez or, or Ruben Diaz or, you know, Kanji, Ake, guys that can also play with their feet, it can be a, a match made in heaven. But Chelsea right now are... They're that girl still trying to find her identity. Does she want to be a rocker? Does she want to be a, a scene girl? Does well, she yeah, want to, you she's, know... She's this person this week. The yeah. next person, she's into volleyball. Yeah. And next time, uh, you know, who knows? She's in the math club. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like those players. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think it's it's kind of worth noting, especially... Especially just how, how they've operated... Um, I mean, I guess the good thing is is that Joao Felix looks good. He's they been looking better. That. They did need that. Yeah, and we haven't seen it much in the Prem. Let's not forget. I mean, we saw him today in the Champions. He was probably their best player. Is, is he still serving that suspension or is that... I think it's that, it's finally up, if I'm not mistaken. But keep in mind, it's been a few weeks that we haven't seen him. Aside from like FA Cup or, or Carabao, whatever they're in. But yeah, I mean, Joao Felix can be that guy. That that can su- succeed in in a Potter like system, but hey, I mean, you know, that guy just needs room to create. Yeah, <laughs> give him space, give him a ball, and he's gonna do shit with it. For sure. Um. All right, now moving on to the other uh, London club, uh, having a little bit of a crisis. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're talking about you, Arsenal. Um. <clears throat> I, I, I want to say part of it is bad luck, but another part of it is it's kind of choking a little bit. And like, if I'm honest, and maybe that's due to the inexperience of the club, of the players in the club, but I, 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 you can't excuse it all that much. Um, they lost to Everton last week. They, they drew to Brentford this week. Lost two times in a row to City now. Um, yeah, you can hang your head on playing good and, and making other teams work for it, but in the end, you gotta you gotta get those points, man. And uh, and as we speak, they're they're level on points with City. They do have a game in hand, so so that's good. But they could also easily be five, six points uh, ahead as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's not to take any credit away from City because they've they've actually been getting the results they need to, for the most part. And there are games that maybe we should have performed better as well. You know, as far as points are concerned, um, you know the the draw against Everton comes to mind. Uh, games like that. So I mean, it's true for any team. And and one thing I will say about Arsenal too is that you know they're missing two key players. Um, Party to an extent, but I think more importantly, Gabriel Jesus. Uh, right now, and today was like super obvious. I was like, wow. Yeah, Jesus would would not have forgiven the header. 
And let, let's let's also be real. Who knows if he's even even in that position too, though? I mean, Gabriel Jesus is. Let's not forget, he's not a scorer by trade either. I think his most valuable asset is being able to dribble the ball in the vicinity of the box and making the play happen. Um, but he's not the kind of guy like Holland to or Kane like to to you know really put the finishing touch. But he creates it, and I think they're missing that bit of dynamism that Martinelli couldn't provide today and has been a little off in in the past few games so i think it, it, we're being a little harsh on arsenal though i mean they're still top of the league i mean as of now city are top of the league but you said they have a game in hand i think it's the hot start they got off to that that really has warped our perception of what well, football is they've been consistent they they've been yeah they lost two games so they, they've been very consistent and even even uh to to their hot start they drew games that they probably shouldn't have um. Uh, but they, yeah, they, they, I don't know. They've they've fallen a little flat lately in terms of results. Again, some of it is bad luck, but some of it is like some. I got and maybe some of it has been fortune too. The goal they scored today didn't. They had no business getting a penalty, man. Yeah, it was harsh for sure. I mean. In the interpretation of the game, I can understand. Like, say, like, if that foul were to happen in the midfield, they probably will call it, right? But I think in the penalty zone, I think that's a no call for me. Um, it, you know, obviously, Enkete got his action off. He got a, a shot on goal that was ultimately blocked. But it almost felt like a makeup call. You know, like when you see in basketball, oh, he got fouled. He missed a layup, so I'm going to blow the whistle. So he can, you know, at least shoot free throws. That's what it felt that, like. I, I thought that might be the case. Um, I feel like that's, I don't know. That that's also a little too forgiving. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe the sentiment was there. Uh, <clears throat> and again, like like you said, like, like like we can't be too harsh because they still most of the time. I think other than the Brentford game, were the better team. Well, with City, you can say it's equal because, you know, both teams have, have kind of a similar play style. Yeah, it's, um, it's, but, it's, it's very weird to watch, by the way. It's the only time City actually are willing and able to surrender control of a game only to capitalize on the few chances they do get. And I think that's the big part well, of it. they have that ability is they, they're able to throw up a Holland. Whereas uh, Holland was uh, brilliant, uh, by the way. Like, even just being a thorn in these, the defense side, like, all day, you know, just... Even if it was dirty at times, you know, but yeah, I mean, he he was always a headache though. I mean, like on, on a run, how many times did he almost have a clear run if it wasn't for offside or a foul, you know, like the guy is just a constant problem. And I think it's, it's scary, man, cause he's only getting better and which is crazy to imagine, but, um, you um, know, I, I, you know, I, I guess the main thing for Arsenal is you just chalk it up to inexperience. Yeah, because sometimes they just don't know when to finish. Sometimes, or how, and let's be real, like even to create the the clear chances to to put the go- the game in their control. I mean, I feel like there's a, l- a little bit of a lack of creativity at the moment there. Sometimes, I mean, it's like, like even today, like, like you know, you'll see them like just just the way they they create play sometimes so free flowing. It's very you know very direct in the sense where. They know exactly what they're doing. They they pass with a purpose. They make runs. They'll they'll take players on and they'll create beautiful like, interplay. 
And then when it comes down to the to the final pass or to take the shot, they don't do it or they make the wrong one. And and then you're like, why are you so forgiving in that in that instance? And it's it's always around the box. Yes, teams pack around, but what like they, they just they're so forgiving and it's frustrating to watch that sometimes. The way they got there, amazing. And then when it comes down to it, it's like it's all fart and no poo with these guys. Yeah, I mean, and let, let's let's not make the mistake. I mean, they they do that very often. I mean, I think if they mm-hmm. didn't do mm-hmm. that as often, they they'd have a much better goal differential. Oh, totally. And and yeah. and City have suffered from that problem as well, uh, yeah, man, for numerous years. But I mean, yeah, they're they're missing a proper nine. I mean, Ketty is good, but he's not great. And and I think there's guys out there they they could be possibly looking at in the future that will take them to that next level but as of now i mean it's still it's still a good arsenal you know um against everton uh that was unheard of i mean and and i still i'm a bit shocked by that one but you know this weekend i just hate that it served to yeah. further the whole dice narrative yeah yeah but i mean it's sometimes it works you know and and every team goes through a rough patch i think right now it's and just then, arsenal's and, time and then they go uh on to lose to uh who did everton lose to this week oh, i forget i guess we'll get there but they they lost and, and that was that was kind of satisfying um but yeah we'll, we'll get into the city uh arsenal game in just a bit even though we talked quite a bit about it already um should we start off with, with Champions League? Sure. It just came on and it's fresh and we can just get it out of the way. Um, so Champions League uh, came back yesterday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, were, were you um, were you taken last night? or? No, no. I was, um, you know, I was, I was occupied with, uh, with uh, some other business myself, but maybe next year. I would say it's a knuckle shuffle. Yeah, it's an investment in myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're preaching self love in two thousand twenty three. Hundred percent. Next year's Kobe year. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yeah, Milan uh, beat Tottenham at home. AC Milan. Uh, <clears throat> well, Tottenham. We we know we know who they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would I'm say they're, they're pretty similar level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, kind of a shitty goal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was a clean goal. I mean, the way it was built up, but the fact that it was a rebound and, rebound and like, yeah. It's all over the place and then Diaz jumps in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's weird, though. I mean, Tottenham, like, they're just, for me, the most inconsistent team I've ever, you know, watched. They're, that's a team that I'd never feel safe betting on because they oh, okay. they went from losing went, beating City to losing to Leicester to losing to Milan. Milan have like lost five straight games in the month of January and then a few in February. It's just it's crazy, but good result for Milan. Now uh, they go back to uh, Tottenham Stadium and we'll see what they do. Uh, one goal advantage. One goal advantage. Um, yeah, should be a good second leg. Who do, who do you like for the second leg? Um, I think uh, I think Milan get a draw, and you know enough to see him forward uh, past this stage. The last player to score a knockout goal since Brahim Diaz was Kaká, so it just goes to show how long it's been. Wow. Yeah, yeah, in the knockout stage, so it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Damn. 
Was that when Kaká went back, though? Because he did go back, right? Yeah, I'm not sure, but let's be remember, like, Milan hasn't been in a serious Champions League bout for more than a decade now. Oh, shit. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just... I mean, Italy as a whole, with the exception of Juventus, has been... I mean, and Atalanta a few years here and there, but, you know, it's just... Yeah, they've been bad, but... um. Yeah, uh, following this match, though, we had a PSG host Bayern. Um, and, you know, Bayern come out on top 1-0 due to a nice goal from Kingsley Komen, who, you know... He, he just keeps scoring against PSG. Yeah, and he and he scores in big games. Like, he's just... I, I think he's a great player. He's he's decent. I, I'm not like... Like, you know, when people talk about the best wingers in the world, he's not in that conversation you for me. So? No, 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 I don't he's, think he's so. Big difference maker every time he comes on. I mean, I don't think he's all that great. I mean, personally, I think if you put him on another team that isn't as great, he he's just a passenger. But you know, he because he's not dynamic the way Sane is, for example. I mean, there there's just a difference in level there. Uh, Sane is a better dribbler, a better shooter, and creates plays on his own. Komen is is kind of like Sterling in the way that he you know he's dynamic, he's one v one potential, but there's much better players out there. Um, I mean, you know. a few. No, quite a few. I could I could name them for days personally, all, all around the world. You know, um, I'm not gonna put him like on the top tier, but I, I, think, oh, no, I think he's a good player. He's decent the way that Nabry is. You know, the the way that the, those wingers are. I just I think the fact that he's like so he's being amongst so many winning teams, people have a clouded judgment on the player he is personally. But but you know, I don't think you trip and fall into those teams of Juve. Bayern, PSG. Of course, but I mean, I know, and and I think a lot of people love to mention France too. But I mean, like, when has he been like, like one of the reasons why they're winning? I I think he's very good in cup competitions. Never finishes high in in the statistics category. Um, you know, he's just an important game player. I'll give him that. I, I you know, he's he has an, a sense for the occasion. But yeah, I'm not terribly fanatical about him the way other people are but yeah i mean good goal big important goal against psg nonetheless um yeah, well, i always spoken well of him and i guess it just turns out to be that he uh he was linked to madrid this week <laughs> go figure right <laughs> yeah i mean when i when i brought up uh rodrigo a few episodes ago i equated his level to like i think that's they're on this they're at the same level they're that kind of yeah, same that's player not, that's not good rodrigo's a little bit better Rodrigo's better, man. He's good, man. He's Rodrigo is he's legit, man. He's legit. What? What? Wait. Continue. No, we're just no, no. Yeah, I didn't have much to say about Bayern. Bayern. Bayern just has PSG and Barcelona's number. Like it. I hate. I hate these. These kind of like all-encompassing sort of little themes. Like, oh, Tottenham, you know, they're just a losing club or they got this mentality or whatever. But it just so happens that Bayern always beats PSG and they always beat Barcelona. Um, I don't know. It just happens to be that way. And Mbappe wasn't there the whole game. Um, I don't remember Messi being too much of a factor. Neymar saying it. Uh, just, just, just a bad day at the office for PSG. Hopefully it's more interesting in the second leg. But I'll take I'll take that game one one. Like another draw. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's fair. I could even see Byron winning again like another one nil personally, but 
Yeah, PSG. I mean, PSG are struggling. Like not even in Champions League, they they've struggled to win in the league one recently. Just recently lost to Marseille. Just uh, struggling at the moment. So I mean, yeah, something to look into. But following this, we had a uh, Dortmund beat Chelsea. Uh, goal for Matiemi in the second half. Um, fuck for that. And yeah, I mean, a good result for Dortmund, albeit at home. Um, we'll see if they can show a similar performance in in Stamford Bridge. I thought they were a bit fortunate to not concede one or two. Um, yeah, to be we're fair. watching the highlights right now in the background. Yeah, a lot of it is is Chelsea just on the brim of it, but. You know, credit uh, to Dortmund defending their home turf, and we'll see how the second game pans out. Personally, I uh, I have this one going 1-0 for Chelsea at Stamford Bridge and ultimately going to penalties, and it's anybody's game at that point. So, um, yeah. I mean, this is a 10th-place Premier League side against a, what, maybe 4th or 5th-place German League side. Not bad for a, a small, scrummy English team. Uh, at any rate, <laughs> uh, the next match, uh, we had Benfica beat Club Rouge from uh, Belgium. 2-0, uh, Joao Mario and uh, David Neres, the former Ajax man. Um, I think kind of expected, right? I mean, Benfica, the benefactors of good fortune. Um, <laughs> yeah, they won 2-0. I expect them to win the next match, too. Maybe 1-0, 2-1. Take your pick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, Club Rouge is... Uh... Uh, they're, not, they're not that team, pal. They're not nice. They're not nice. They're not that guy. Yeah, but let's quickly go on to next week's matches. Um, sure. We have Napoli playing against Frankfurt. I have Napoli winning, man. They're they're so good. They're, they're so, so good. They're so hot. They're so hot right now. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, no, Krishka and, and, and Omshihen and, you know, some of these guys they have on their team right now. I mean. Chucky. Wow. Oh, Chucky. He's better than Coleman. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Chill, chill. But, yeah, I, I see Napoli winning this. Um, I don't know. I'll take Coleman over Pulisic. Oh, that's fair. You know, I, I can't say enough about Pulisic right now. I mean, if you're not available, then that's a big problem. You know? And and I'll oh. take Coleman over Hazard, if I'm honest. Oh, yeah. Currently. Uh, but, yeah, I, I see Napoli winning 1-0, 2-1. I think the next match is way more enticing. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, give your prediction if you don't mind. Oh, for uh, Napoli? Uh, yeah, I'll take Napoli 2-0. Fair. Um, um, are you talking about Liverpool or uh, Madrid? Yeah, an affair in, in Merseyside, uh, home of the Beatles, home of the whiniest fan base in the league. But, nonetheless, three-time Champions League winner against, what, 17? 16? Um, Sorry, I lose count, man. You guys have oh, so many. Oh, I know. It's like uh, it's like Tom Brady when he wears the the extra uh, championship ring on his like he wears two rings on two fingers. I think. Yeah, and those are one is for Deflate Gate and the other one is for uh, the missed calls. Yeah, uh, which one? The the uh, the tuck rule. The tuck rule. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, right. <clears throat> yeah. No, fourteen. 14 Champions League. 14, 14, okay. Still significant, but anyways, these are the two most winningest, uh, aside from AC Milan, um, who, that shit's ancient history, it feels like, but (laughs) Liverpool against Real Madrid, two clubs that generally succeed in this tournament. First game is at uh, Anfield. What are your thoughts going into that game? What is your prediction, uh, since it pertains to you a little more closely? 
Uh, I'm not intimidated at all. Well, but, but I know. Mm-hmm. I just know that's a good sta- point. Yeah. The, the state of things like can just go anywhere, right? Right. It can. It could end up being a two-two-three-two game that that we sweated a little too hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess like like you pointed out, it's just Liverpool don't have that that you know what I mean that that sort of uh, factor that makes you be like fuck this one's gonna be like I, I, I'm not confident in winning this yeah I, I don't feel I don't feel that I feel I don't feel confident in in the fact that we can lose you know what I mean like I, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not that. I'm not scared at, at losing mm-hmm. cause I don't think that's gonna happen Right. No, and 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 I think you know, objectively, like Real Madrid are in a better moment. I mean, I know they're not at their best moment as opposed to last year, but they're in the run for the title still, albeit a little slightly distant. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, still in the mix. As as like. Whereas Liverpool are just bang out of it. I mean, they'd be lucky to get Conference League right now. So like, what? Well, they're a, in a position where their manager's about to be sacked. Basically, and, and that's like two different areas, and and so you say like yeah, and I agree with you. I I favor Madrid in this matchup, but if you talk to Liverpool fans, look at their media, they're they're oh, licking their chops at yeah, this game. They yeah. they have this kind of uh, yeah, diluted yeah. sense of arrogance and confidence going into this. They're like, oh yeah, Madrid. That's that's well, uh, sound mate. When you start doing mental doing? gymnastics in favor of yourself as to why you should be confident. Then you really gotta be like, fuck, I really... thought that man, he's pissed after this. He just left her. Uh, you know, I... Re- <laughs> you have to think. Okay, I, I have to... I have to consider that they lost against so-and-so two weeks ago. And we beat a team better than that a week ago. And their leading scorer, you know, this and that. Brother, if you have to do all that math... You're talking yourself into it. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at the team. Look how they've been as a whole, the whole season. Now tell yourself, be realistic. Who's better? Who's still a contender for the, for this tournament? Yeah, it's not Liverpool. Not Liverpool are, are a skeleton right now. They're they're starving. Uh, Madrid top four. Yeah, in the easily. Tournament. Yeah, easily. Um, come on, man. Let's be honest. There's also the, just the, the plain fact that you guys are the title holders, you know? The title holders against you. And then that may be more motivation for them. Um, but even now, I think there's more depth for Madrid, which is something that we've been suffering from. But you still have X factors that can change games. You know, Asensio's actually been playing pretty good lately. Rodrigo. Yeah. Very good. Vinny, he's always going to change games. Uh, Benzema, still Benzema. I don't know, man. Like, I just don't understand where any Liverpool... Like, I can see why they would... They, they can see how they would win. But to talk yourself into it and be confident at that? Mm. What do you say, I'm, lad? This is our tournament. We're going to win. I, I don't see it. Yeah, that's, that's what they'll tell and you. Maybe that's them talking themselves into getting some trophy this season. Well, that's, that's really their last hope. I yeah. mean, they've crashed and burned well, in every well, other well, tournament. Let's, let's, uh, let's just yank that out. Like, let's just, let's just take that, that out of the let's, equation. Let's, like, yeah, it's, it's the hope that kills you. Yeah, so let's kill him. Yeah, I, I personally have a two 0 win for Madrid. <sighs> oh yeah, and two it's an away game, one. so that that's significant. Like if you guys can get if that, we can do that on the road. Yeah, it's 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 a good sign. 
And Benzema, you know, capping it off at the cop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I think I, I see nothing else but that. I mean, sure. I mean, there's always the off chance that Liverpool can make it close, but I think there's just um, there's right, a, there's a cut goal, above. There's a golfing class right now, and 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 that's not even cr- saying something crazy because look at look at where you're at. Look at where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. Where am I? And where are you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but following that match, nice place, man. Oh, uh, they're struggling. They're struggling, and that's. Are and the fun fact is, no other team has been assisted furthermore by VAR than them. So like, they have nothing to say. Like, they can't say shit about officiating. They got a great result against Everton this weekend. I'll give them that. That's fair. The side. They have yeah. They have nothing to complain about. And and when you talk to any Liverpool fan, like I said, there's a sense of arrogance, and they're like. No, this is our tournament. Nah, it's it's the magic of Europe, and you know they just—I don't get it, man. I would, I you know, I'm not a big fan of the tournament, but I've never had any kind of confidence, even going up against a team like Napoli. I wouldn't have that confidence, let alone Madrid. But I will say this: out of any English team, they could have that kind of confidence because they've done it. But they're not the same team they have been, you know. So that's—they're gonna but, learn. But they've also gone many years without getting it at a time. Oh yeah, yeah. There's very from space the last out. time that they won it, and the time before that was what a fucking thirteen year gap. Yeah, fourteen year gap, uh, and they weren't even in part of the tournament for a long time, for 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 periods of time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think that matters, but you know, if you want to look at it from that point of view, you also have to consider those two things. Um, anyway. Uh, what, what, what's the following match? I, I lost my place. We have uh, Inter Milan against FC Porto. That's a good game. That is a good game. Um, I'm going to take a draw myself. It's going to be at the San Siro uh, in Milan. Oh, I'll take uh, Milan 2-1. Uh, I'll take a 1-1 myself, uh, but I think yeah, it's not an outrageous result. I think this this is probably going to be one of the more even uh, legs in this tournament as of now. Um, following this, we have the last game of the first round of the first leg. Um, Red Bull Salzburg against oh, Manchester Leipzig. City. Oh, sorry, yeah, Leipzig against uh, Manchester City. Uh, Leipzig three. Nah. Uh, no, 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 it's fair. It's fair. You know, like you said, it's well, just kill the hope now. No, nah, nah, I, no, I tr- no, truthfully though, I, yeah, I have I have City two uh, 0 Yeah, yeah, probably more than that, but two 0 is a safe one. It's safe. Yeah, two 0 is a humble one. Yeah, no, I mean, to be fair, like I said, I mean, this tournament has been far from friendly to us. We don't really, all, we don't really win easy in this tournament. And, and do, you, I, do you think for you it's like, like, fuck you for not wanting me? Or, or do you legitimately don't want it? Well, no, it's not that I don't want it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm always going to support any game that City are playing, no matter the tournament. But I, I don't have that, um, that the eagerness the or the the hunger for the Champions League. And the day, if we ever win it, and it's a Champions League final, I'll celebrate it with my friends, whoever I'm watching it at the time. You will not see me post about it. You will not see me, uh, you know, because whenever we win anything, I'm, I'm the first to talk shit on Twitter and, and post the memes and pictures. For the Champions League, I promise you I will not say a thing. Because th- this tournament... I we I feel like we've been done dirty so many times in this tournament that I it just doesn't gratify me like 
it's just like, okay, well, we got that monkey off our shoulder. And and maybe I'll feel different once we win four of them or eight of them or even 12 of them. Madrid has felt that. No other team has felt that. But I'm saying, as of now, I, I just, it's so hard. It's so hard for me to win it that it even seems unattainable, despite us making a final in, in, the, in you know, the last three years or four years. Um, yeah, that's just kind of my thing. But Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. No, I'm serious. I mean, I I think it's significant, and the teams you go against, it's a big deal. But for me, like I, like like, I said, like there, the there's way, almost the way you're talking right now. Like it, you give more significance to the Carabao Cup. You know what? Because the thing about the Carabao Cup, I feel like at least the officiating and 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 some of the you know uh, judgment from the governing bodies is a li- a little bit more fair for City. On every side of, of the pitch, not only on the field, but with fines for the fans and, and, and all those things, we've never we've always gotten the short end of the stick, and it's very hard to, to root for a tournament being held by that governing body. And that doesn't, by the way, mean that I support the Super League either, you know, because um, I don't, but, you know. That's like me. That's like me not wanting to win the World Cup for Mexico. Like that's what it sounds like. No, but Mexico won have not won it. We've won the gold cup. We no, got but close to the uh, Copa America. Mexico's never going to win a world cup. Let's let's start there. At least in our lifetime. Let, let's just be honest. I know we don't like to say it never is impossible. never. It seems impossible. City have a great chance to win the Champions League. I mean, they've been to a final. But like we said, I mean, I don't I don't think the Champions League merits always the best team. Not the best team even makes it there sometimes. And, and obviously, that's that's down to perception. I mean, how many times have we seen teams not even crack top three in their league but still make the, the last four? It, it's, it's, it can happen Wait. that way. What do you mean? No, I mean, oh, I don't... By the time, by the, time the, the... I, I just mean well, that I don't think the best team always wins their matchups in, in the Champions League. It's, it's you know... No, it's, no, of course not. That's how tournaments it's, work. It's knockout, like, yeah, yeah. Typically, the cream rises to the top. And and not always and not always, not always but and, and 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 I like, think we're the we're the cream that's part. that's never gonna rise due to unforeseen circumstances. But you, but you're always there in the round of eight. Yeah, and and you know what, like and and then the quarter the quarterfinals and then the semifinals. The you're, only you're around there. The only reason why I enjoy Champions League is because I know the further we go in, the more money we get. That's literally the only thing I can I can say. Wow. Well, yeah. Let's go far every well, year. That's weird. Well, yeah, I don't strive to win it. You know, I, I really don't. I'm happier with, with winning the league every time. I wake up and watch the league every weekend, 38 games. The time of my life. The, the Champions League is on weekdays, whatever. That's cool. But I, I, I don't enjoy it. It doesn't mean as much to me. And it's like you like pineapples on pizza or you don't. That's just kind of how I feel. It's, it's my opinion, you know. And, and that's another thing. It's like people like to enforce their likings onto you. It's like, well, maybe I just don't like that, you know. Maybe it's it, maybe I also have a distrust towards it, and and maybe that's why I I won't be able to enjoy it the same way that other people can. Um, but again, that's my opinion. I still watch it for the sake of my team, but you know, that's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, more power yeah. to those who live for it. I mean, that's great for you. If that's if that's your the pinnacle of your football experience, I, that's I just nobody want to my tell team me to win all the comps. And I, think, and I think that's that's also irrational, too. You can't expect your team to win four no, out of four. No, no, of course. Yeah. Well, and the fact that there's four for you guys is, well, again, yeah. it's stupid. Yeah. But, um, no, no, no one's ever going to win them all every time. And that's why, for but, me, that's that's always one I cross out. Like, we're not winning that one for sure. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Um, is it? Yo, I'm Adio. Dude, I thought that was uh, uh, Fernandinho. Oh, no, he's... <laughs> he's in Alto Mineiro. Uh, but yeah, that wraps it up for all of our champions. All right. Uh, all right, let's get into the Premier League reviews and previews, and then we'll call it a day. Um, starting with this past Saturday, uh, West Ham Chelsea draw one one. Um, disappointing, right, for Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Again, it's like not a loss, which is good, but. For the standard that Chelsea invite, you know, it's not good enough. But well, and West Ham are relegation battling. Yeah, yeah, but still, like, you know, so are, you know, some of the lesser teams and, you know, Everton, for one, getting a positive result against Arsenal, against City. It's not always indicative that they were the better team. But, you know, at the end of the day, still a, a decent result. I mean, City, I mean, City, sorry, Chelsea dominated possession and goals, or shots on target, I should say. Um... So, yeah, I mean, again, it, it looks bad on, on, on as far as results go, but uh, Chelsea are, are just, they're just an engine that's gaining steam, and it's going to take a while for them to get that momentum. Uh, but, yeah, I think if you can look at the half side full in the glass, you know, Chelsea have actually at least stopped losing, stopped the bleeding, right? Now they got to, you know, build up from that. Um, and I think West Ham are the, the winners of the game. They didn't expect to get this result, and they should be happy with that. Um, but yeah, one one. Man, it's awful apologizing for Chelsea. Oh, yeah, it's it's a disaster. It's, uh, it's a disaster. Oh yeah, oh they're they're terrible. They're they're. They are no, they are. They're yeah, terrible. yeah, they are. They are. They got they got to be beating fucking West Ham. They got to be beating Everton and yeah, uh, and Arsenal got to be uh, beating Brentford too. Then if we're gonna yeah, go down that route, yeah, and actually Brentford aren't that bad. Oh, and and neither are Everton, but you know Arsenal also well, lost Brentford, to them. Brentford are in eighth place. Everton are oh they're getting relegated as we speak. That's my point. It's like to judge it's them like, on one offing and and despite that they out but, they okay. shoot the opponent they out possess them. Like I have to also bring it back down to and reality. They should be doing those things. Though. That's like that. That's the bare minimum. Yeah, and and we're talking like if they got they smashed and grabbed their way to a draw, and that's not the case. So I, I am going to be apologetic of Chelsea because they didn't get they didn't get ran through. I don't think that's the case. In fact, I but, think. But if they did, you'd be saying, "Well, well, you know, give part another year." I, no, I'm gonna be of that opinion regardless if they win this or not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, unless they, have, they should be beating West Ham, unless they're losing four nil or three nil, then I think that's a fair point. If they're if that's that's time to worry, you know. But that's not the case. Like I told you, Chelsea have not lost a, a game by a significant margin. And I'm, by the way, I feel that they've been hard done in a lot of the games. I mean, some really unlucky stuff. And I think this is another I, game. And and. That could be true. That could be even fair to say. But they, at one point, is like, okay, when are we going to stop excusing these guys and and, and actually expecting a win, at, like at, expecting a string of results? March fourteen. There, you want me to give you a date? There. It's it's not it's not so clean and cut for me, you know. Obviously, I'm just taking the piss, but I think. They need time, you know, and we saw it again today in the Champions League. I mean, they lost, and and granted, Dortmund are a good team, but I I can't sit here and say they played terrible. I mean, surely they're 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 not that bad of a team, are they? I mean, can we give Potter credit for something? Uh, you told me. I mean, it sounds like he's pu- public enemy number one. 
I mean, he's a pretty likable guy. I mean, I, I don't. He is, and he had coached a good style of football. I don't really see Chelsea all that effective. Well, the results will tell you that. Yeah, but they could be worse. They could be worse. They're worse than tenth. I mean, sure. I guess they could be twentieth place. Yeah, I mean, but, like, I, I mean, we're acting like they're twentieth place when we speak on them like that. Like, we're, let's we're be talking real. about a team that maybe, well, that realistically could be, and yeah, they have the injuries, but they're a team that's supposed to be in the top five. Yeah. Like that. That's and in the last right? ten years, for the most part, they have finished there. Yeah. So for so them credit to, be, to them. So that for them to be uh, five points below that after sacking places. a manager halfway through the season and and after all the injuries, I don't think it's it's as bad as people make it out to be. That's that's all I'm trying to get at. And I mean, yeah, but the fact remains is that they're in tenth place. Oh, and, and that's, hey, that's, Liverpool aren't too far off either, and they yeah, haven't had and, as and much we're, misfortune. We're talking about them in in tragic mode too. They I don't have any respect for them as far as football goes right now. Well, I mean, honestly, I I have some pity for them as well, but they haven't gone through a new manager in this season. They haven't had to uh, deal with as many injuries uh, as I mean, you know. You don't see me apologizing for them. Like, no, and I'm not saying you do. And and I'm just saying though, like. There's reasons for where, why they're at where they're at, and I think for me to expect uh, them to be back to old Chelsea by next weekend, look, um, their next no, match they no, might they no, might lose those, again. Those are two extremes. Oh, but the gray area remains is that they're not getting results. Well, a draw for me is a result. I know for you it might not be, but for not, not to West Ham. Now, uh, after, after draw to Brentford, I'd be a lot more kind. City drew to Everton, man. Like. And, and that's a point's that's a, a point. Result. A point's and, a point. And, and the way I talked about it was like it was a loss. And I like I I wouldn't pretend to be happy about that. I'm just like I said. I'd be crazy to think we're gonna win every game. And I'm a City fan, of course. And and to to have and, Chelsea expect that against a team like West Ham. And, and West Ham isn't bad, man. Disappointment is a no. They are bad. I mean, they, no, they I mean, no, no, but they have talent on that team. Like, they, it's not Everton like they're... Everton has talent, man. Of course, it's of course. Plan. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that's my point, though. Like, Everton have talent, too. And they're at the very bottom of the league. So, I mean, it's just... I, every team in the Prem can give you a run for your money any day look, of the week. Look, you can't expect to win them all. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one... Only one team in the history of the Prem has not lost a game. They drew, like, 12 times, Yeah, sure. yeah. And and I'm sure those and, and those the way draws that Chelsea the time, yeah Chelsea drew as well like and I'm sure those draws at the time were disappointing oh for sure for sure I draws draws are disappointing sometimes sometimes they're fortunate like the Arsenal to Brentford that was a fortunate draw they were outplayed that game and I, that's my thing I don't think Chelsea were outplayed by West Ham I mean the no, stats even indicate no. that so I mean I I wouldn't worry too but much I think on paper <laughs> like they have to win that. Um, I could say the same to Arsenal, and we and should they, maybe, and they and they should they should be beating. And let's Brentford. let's be that hard on them too. Then let's be let's not let's I not hurt that. We have been hard on them. I oh. think I was hard. You 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 were the one giving them a little more excuse. I mean, this season, like in this month alone, they they've dropped the last three weeks. I've been unkind to Arsenal, oh. but it's but it's also to their their own doing. We're not gonna let them off the hook. Yeah, um, and and they drew against Brentford. Uh, Trossard scores. Tony scores one one. Um, was that offside? You know, I didn't watch this match, so I you know it was uh, a bit too early there, for there me. There was a lot of a lot of talk about 
how uh, the build up to it. Was offside. Oh, that's cool. They got a penalty today they shouldn't have, so <laughs> I, I'm sure they well, won't they still, mention that they still part. lost by a few points. Oh, for sure, but they'll never mention when the officiating goes in their favor. That's that's my point. Every team gets called against calls against them. Calls against them and calls for them. Yeah, so well, yeah. no city city no, no, probably no. have the most calls given to them. If you were to ask the general fan, uh, <laughs> same old city. Always cheating, <laughs> um, but yeah, no tough result for Arsenal though. Draw. Uh, they got. They, uh, I think that, if they're Arsenal, that was one game where no one played good. Oh. Ben White. You know, I, I, I let, let me take that back. Odegaard played good. Everybody else played like shit. So was it more of a case of Arsenal <laughs> losing the game or Brentford winning the Brentford, game? Brentford were unfortunate to not win. Yeah, uh, Arsenal got outplayed. Any given Sunday, right? This was a Saturday, actually. Yeah, but, I mean, bump in the road for Arsenal at the moment. But, you know, you can't, I'm saying, you can't fucking win any game. People are saying in the first half of the season, Arsenal are on pace to do this and that. I'm like, it's a long stretch, man. Yeah, yeah. Reality's going to hit when you draw two in a row, and people are acting like it's the end of the world. Well, you can even go as far as to say that, uh, they're like, oh, they're on pace to get to Centurions. Like, one draw fucks that all up. Yeah. And here we are with, I think, one loss and two draw, Two losses and one draw. Something like that. Okay, now what? Okay, no more Centurion. Like, can we at least just be happy to win the fucking league? I mean, like, like, as, as, like, fans, like, in their mind, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's a stupid standard. But that's how people are. And I'm sure there's people already saying, well, I've already seen, let's drop Martinelli. Drop Ramsdale. Uh, no, 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 yeah. That's uh, extreme. Ben White, drop him. And, and they have pretty good depth on the right back. And they have... Um, Tommy Asu. Tommy Asu and White. So, you know, you can alternate between two. They, they have different strengths. Fine, fair enough. Also fucking bone hands. Um, so, I don't know. I think... Uh, we got to pump the brakes a bit. You know, just chill out. And uh, I'll be realistic with, with with expectations. Manage that shit. Yeah. Um. F- yeah. Following this one, we had Palace Brighton. Another one-one uh, draw. Yeah. And that's three one ones, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. And then um, uh, fo- following this, uh, Fulham beat Nottingham two nil. What a goal by William, by the way. You're uh, you're kind of a low key Fulham fan, huh? Um, always have been since the Scott Pot, Spot, uh, Scott Parker days. So I was, Parker. I was gonna say Scott Potter, Scott Parker days. <laughs> oh, um, man. I mean, really, if I'm honest, since the Clint Dempsey, uh, Brian McBride days. But that's neither here nor there. Um, hey man, they play good football. I feel like Fulham is last year's Brighton, if I'm honest. And oh. shout out to Marco Silva. Uh, bueno, que que técnico, eh? He's not Portuguese? He's Portuguese, yeah. Oh. Marco Silva? <laughs> Bernardo Silva? Uh, yeah, no, he's good, man. Um, but yeah, following that following that result, how about Leicester, man? I feel like they're always getting wow. pissed and shit on, on this pod. Rightfully so. 4-1 against the uh, City uh, Conquistadors. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. This could be a turn in the season for Leicester. We'll have to see what happens, but um, there's yeah. um there's an account on Twitter that they're their basketball account, and every time the Lakers win, 
They say, okay, now this is the account. This is the day. This is the game that turns the Lakers season around. And that's what this sounds like to me, uh, Lester. Um, you like Lester, huh? They're good. Um, Are I they? Mean, I mean, they've been in the Prem for, what, maybe at least seven consecutive seasons now. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Won um, a title since then. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's the... the well, the FA record. Cup, let's not forget. I mean... That's crazy, too. I mean, and when they beat Tottenham, a team that hasn't won any of that, I mean, hey. Um, I think <laughs> we're, we, we we saw exactly who they who they were, you know. And yeah, 4-1. Uh, hey, man. Kelechi Hinacho, former city, get in. How um, many poses do you have this season? Probably like, if I were to go off the top of my head, all comps, maybe five, six. Yeah. Hey. Hey, um, Lester, good win. 13th place now. But they have a smaller budget than Chelsea. They do. Yeah. Nah, but they have amazing scouting, which is kind of crazy that they haven't pulled these little gems out of the, out yeah, of the rough. Lately. I don't think their managers is equipped for that. Uh, and that's another guy that's just yeah, he's living I mean, on his, a prayer. His days, his days are. I don't are know numbered, when his contract yeah runs out. That that would be an interesting bit of information to get. But I think that's what they're waiting for. Once his contract's out, Leicester City and Brendan Rodgers have agreed to part ways. Uh, Lester will begin their new uh, manager search in this summer, and uh, Greg Berhalter is uh, one of nah, the <laughs> But, you know, they're going to go for somebody better. It's only a matter of time. I kind of wish Graham Potter were to go there. Um, but, hey, that's neither here nor there. appreciated there. And, uh, yeah, following this match, Wolves-Southampton. Um, Wolves get the result 2-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Good result for them. Uh, Southampton continue to fall deep and flounder to the bottom-feeding zone of the Premier League. And, uh, yeah, everybody's eating this year against Southampton. Yeah. It's like yeah, a drive I mean, that feels like we've been saying that for a couple seasons now, though. Like, they haven't been all that good. They, I think they barely escaped relegation a couple seasons now. Yeah. And just, just the fact that they've sacked the manager, hired an incompetent one, sacked him as a result. And, and they, they didn't even get a guy that... Was getting relegated, you know, with Marsh. So I, I have no idea what the fuck they they're doing. They're kind of just like I don't know. They're kind of just bullshitting it as they go. Right? Yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, following that is uh, Burnmouth versus Newcastle. Uh, A game Newcastle should probably be winning. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. Burnmouth is also getting relegated. Yeah, yeah, they're in 19th place, second to last. Um, yeah, that's gotta be disappointing for Newcastle. They're oh fuck, they're now five points behind United, but they have a game in hand. Uh, that's not too bad. Not just United, that is, because they're also Newcastle United. Um, but yeah, I guess they can they can close that little gap. But I thought I thought they were closer than that. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too, but, you know, United have been winning or and drawing some of their games, so it's just kind of getting a little one-up on them. Uh, speaking of, um, yeah, Manchester United beats Leeds 2-0. That's the second time they play for a league game in less than a week. 
So that must be kind of annoying. Or not. I don't know. Hmm. Good point. Uh, but Rashford, man, continues his hot streak of scoring. Yeah, scored again. Nice little header. Uh, kind of late in the game, but yeah, man. Uh, they look like they have a purpose now. They're playing. They're playing with with something, you know. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on that? No, I mean uh, I think it's the better team, obviously. Like against yeah. a relegation relegation scrap team, United should be doing this, and uh, you know Rashford just continues on his uh, hot streak of form at the moment. Yeah. Um, City beats Aston Villa. Yeah, uh, Clientes. Yeah, I mean they made it a little less, a little easier than the last time we faced off with them. Um, but you know, nonetheless, good result for City. I think this point in the season is is really when City are are known to go on those crazy runs, and currently they're looking pretty spot on with that, uh, you know, forecast. So yeah, uh, good result expected. I expect more of the same as well going forward. Yeah, and uh, following that, Liverpool beat Everton for the Merseyside Derby, two 0 um, Liverpool really needed it. What it what it can amount to, I have no idea because they're they're so unremarkable and they're so far down the table that I don't I don't know if if that's the difference between Europa Conference or whatever. But I guess maybe it's a confidence booster. Maybe I don't know. No doubt. No doubt. Gakpo got his first goal. Yeah, he did, man. Um, you know, he, he can really turn out to be a, a world beater if, if you know, they can get the steam roll going, you know. Um, but it's one game, you know, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Darwin Nunes is kind of looking better, too, so that's a good sign. But I still, I'm, I'm not convinced yet, you know. By Liverpool? Yeah. I think this is the season should be considered a wash. Um, whether that means you get rid of um, Klopp or not, I think that has to be up to him. That has to be like, like, it has to be internal from him. Like, okay, like I'm not up for this anymore. Like, I I've run out of ideas. Yeah. Or, or I need some time off. Like, let me step away for a while and regain my thoughts. Don't go to Madrid, <laughs> please. Like, I, he's a great manager for all he's done and everything. Just don't. Uh, we, we need a little bit of stability right now. Don't go to Madrid. Ah. Uh, but I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be great at at any team. Chelsea in or or Bayern. Or Bayern or PSG. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be looking for another coach if they don't win every single game. They'll probably offer the most lucrative contract too. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, then Klopp doesn't have to whine about other teams spending. So. That would be a good change of scenery oh, yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Well, then he can act indignant when people question his spending. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can, he can do that. And he can maybe uh, uh, name drop uh, Arsene Wenger while he's at it. Or Steven Jarred. Maybe apologize after. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but, yeah. Uh, following that game, another, uh, another routing, if you will. Um <laughs> Two on the two on the skip for City against Arsenal. Uh, this time at the Emirates Stadium. Uh, another sponsorship from the Middle East, I might add. Um, so, yeah, I mean, where do we start, man? Um, well, we can start with the statistic that has come up where Arteta just cannot fucking beat Pep. 
Yeah. Or let's just let's just take it back a step further. Arsenal historically has has struggled against City even prior to Arteta. So um yeah, yeah. we have yeah. their number the way Tottenham have ours and <laughs> it's so weird, right? It's They're a weird these, yeah. These clubs they just can't beat the other guy. I don't know, it's their own boogeyman. Yeah. Um let's talk about the game. Uh first half I felt like Arsenal did control tempo. They they did their thing. The weird the weird thing that I saw, and I don't, I don't know if you agree, but um, Bernardo Silva at left back or foul left back. I don't know if he was actually like if that was the idea, but um, I, I thought that was weird. I, and I felt like uh, I felt like Arsenal maybe didn't take advantage of that because I think that was a spot that was worth taking advantage of. I think uh, the way City set up their defense, especially at the fullback position, more of the intention is actually based in attack. They're not, um, you know, they're they're not putting a left back or a right back with the expectation to defend a lot, because that's that's just not the way they play. And um, as far as pressing is concerned, Bernardo Silva is a very fine presser of the ball, one of the best. Um, and you know that's that's been said whether he plays in the front or the back. I thought it was a touch of, of masterclass from Pep. You know, it worked. We can say it now. At the moment, you might be like, what the hell is he thinking? But, um, you know, he was just able to have his way. Um, I, I disagree. Uh, I didn't see him get cooked once. Arsenal were limited to one shot on target. So, for me, he that was worked. constantly behind Saka. Yeah, and I don't think his intention is to guard Saka straight up. And that's what I mean, that fullbacks in a Pep system aren't always anticipated to play a player in the traditional way a fullback would play. When you're playing in a team like Arsenal, which is probably one of the only teams that's going to make them play on the back foot, they, they're going to have the ball, they're going to attack you a lot more frequently, and you're going to be forced into making defensive actions. Yeah. And versus someone like, like Aston Villa. Where where they don't have any answers for you. Um, now pressing, you're right. You're right. And and I was talking. That was about our game plan. Yeah. Yeah. You press, you, like positionally, like like a zone kind of. Um, but in terms of like actual defensive uh, work, like actual defensive capability, he fell he fell pretty short. And and I feel like Arsenal didn't really take advantage. of you saw he fouled Saka like three or four times. Yeah, yeah, and and again, I I don't think you start Out Bernardo Silva there to make the standing tackle or the sliding tackle or to look like, you know, Maldini or Nesta. Like that's not why he's there. Um, he's he's there for a different role. Part of that byproduct is going to be him. Yeah, one v ones with Saka. On a one v one with Saka, I I fancy him half the time, and and to be fair, Saka had a terrible game. Aside yeah, from what. Aside from one chance that he scuffed and he was offside anyways, I think, like I said, it was it was just a master stroke from Pep, and and it, it was a curveball for for Arsenal. I don't they no way in their mind were preparing to start against well, a left well, back Bernardo Silva. Well, okay, you expect a left back to press. You expect a left back to attack. Not the, in the way that Bernardo the, the does though. I, I, I'm kind of at a loss here, too. How many times did you see Bernardo dribble the ball from the back to the front and seamlessly get by midfielders? That was his role today. We didn't we didn't start him for, for him to be, like, Pavard or, I mean, sorry, you know, any any defensive left back you could think of, which 
by the way, not many exist, but I'm saying that wasn't his role. I think if you're if you're wound up on the fact of how Bernardo did as a left back, you have to look at it the other well, way I, around. Not, how did this left back attack well on City and he showed I, it? I, I'm wound up on the fact that Arsenal didn't take advantage of that. Well, there, that's a that, gap there. and they had a whole they had a whole game to think about that. Yeah, it's like they had a second half to think about that, and it, and they still couldn't come up with an idea. And I, I think well, he that, got he got more forward in the, in the second half, and it didn't make a difference. In fact, it only favored City more. I, I'd say. So I mean, look, I, I don't think I don't. I'm not saying this is going to be Bernardo Silva playing at that position. No, I'm pretty sure he's not even happy there. Well, that's that's not the point. I, I don't know if if you're happy or not, but you're winning. I think when you're winning, you're happy. You're good. And and well, it, it, I know a, people like hope and pray for there to be some unhappiness on the city side, but he looked pretty happy to me. Celebrated every goal, celebrated the victory. So yeah, um, do that. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. Like I think uh, Pep has that reputation for playing players out of position, and it's one of the reasons why he's one of the most successful managers ever. So there, there's a method um, to his madness. Oh, he's not. Well, no, no, he's known for that, but I don't. I wouldn't say that's the reason why. Well, there, that's not the reason why. That's just the reason why we play the way we do. Bernardo's just one piece of the equation. If Bernardo wasn't there, there's other players we could easily bring in. But he doesn't give us that same attacking threat going forward. So you know, I'm just saying. I don't. Don't be surprised if Bernardo doesn't play there for. A few more months. It's just going to be something he's going to do sometimes. No, he, does, he does these curveballs, but but like we, we're happy when they work. Oh, for sure. If it wouldn't have worked, it would have been a very easy thing well, to pick then, at. Then it's, then it's, yeah. Then, then Instead of saying, "Hey, time. wow, that that worked very well," I mean, I, we're I not going to say that. It, I, I, honestly, I don't know that that it actually worked all that great because that that first left, that, like we said, that first half was Arsenal's half that they did nothing with. That they only no, scored no. off of a of an odd penalty, well, they, by the they way. Play, they played pretty good. And and how many times like, do you, you say like, you know, when City does that, you say, oh well, they were just passing for the you know for the fuck of it, you know they're just passing I, it I, to pass, you know, sixty seven percent possession, but you only register one shot. When that energy doesn't well, happen uh, when well, City's on the other end of it. More than one shot, though. Not on target. Did, did they not? No. no, 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 they didn't. And you can look they, up the they stats. They got a few shots off. Whatever. Oh, they got, oh, they got shots they, they, off, they got, all right. They got, they got into good positions to attack. And oh, they, wait, and name one. And that's the thing name that one, I was though. talking about. The, their best chance for me was Nketiah had the header, in, and even that was off target. So that's not even really their best chance, if we're honest. But I'm sorry, like, City neutered that team today. Like, there was no type of bite oh, to them. God. Sure, they, they held the ball more. That's great. And City do that's it quite not, often, too, and that doesn't mean they're the better team, right? Or are we going to switch the goalposts uh, now? Well, I, ne- I never say that they're not the better team. Oh, uh, no, you say that quite often, man. Yeah, and do I, I, do, do I say, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I say that City weren't the better team? Yeah, quite often we're like, just because they held the ball for 60%, 70% possession doesn't mean they're the better uh, team. Man, I, I, and you I, said I, that I, multiple I, times. I, I, I probably said it multiple times. Oh, but so I'll many. Say that all the time. Oh, quite often, but I'm just saying now often, that the roles were often, the roles were reversed. Now, city did city are not normally known well, for being well, a, a counterattack. Talking about possession, like let's let's start there. So you're saying they're controlling the game? That's the only area I can think of you mentioning for control. I said they control the tempo. They, oh man, they were, they were the way they created attack was. Much they controlled the tempo, but but our press ate them up though. Without the our press, we don't score those three goals. They couldn't score a goal from open play, let alone register a shot apart from one. So yeah, I'm like, and that, then that's their problem. That's great is control. They don't. They don't, don't finish. They oh, don't man. shoot when they're supposed to. They try to walk it in. I, I think, City I think did we, the same. I think I already said that. City walked it in. 
Did they? I'd say so. They got one one lucky goal. <laughs> it's lucky now, huh? Yeah. All right. Fair. Fortune. Okay, fortunate. Hey, sometimes you can't. You, sometimes you you make your own luck. That's all I'm gonna say on that. City pressed at a very at a very good uh, time, and they made it very difficult. Made Tomiyasu make a mistake later down the line. You know, some great side passes to create a counter-attacking goal. Which, by the way, isn't what City are known for. City and Arsenal play so similar that one of them had to play differently. And City did that. City were unpredictable today. And I think that's why they won. And I think that's why they played better. And I think that's why they deserved it. Uh, they... Despite them not controlling the game by not possessing the ball as much. And, and that's not what I mean when I say that, by the way. Even though know. that's what Arsenal did, that's not what I mean. I mean... Look, man, if, if that if that's what you think controlling the game is, okay, by all means. But that's that's not why Arsenal controlled it. They would win the ball back every time they lost it. And what would they do they with it? They were able to, to transition so much more smoothly. Oh, they man. They transitioned it well in the midfield and the, and the defense. Not really past that, though. Um, no, they got into the third quarter, uh, into the final quarter pretty often. Uh, no, they're just not mm. good at converting. Oh man, we and, and then and then earlier. and we also have to give credit to City's defense. I mean, we haven't even mentioned Ruben Diaz. The few chances that Arsenal looked most threatening, he was there to stop it. He was there to stop the bleeding, and that's a defender's job. But yeah, you know, and that's why, he's and that's why I'm saying center backs in the world. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying I'm not comfortable saying Arsenal controlled the game because if they would have controlled it, they at least would have had a shot at, to get past Ruben Diaz and and maybe put their destiny they in their own feet. They played a top team. I'm not telling you that oh, they completely dominated. No, they did like, not. They like, did not. That's yeah, yeah, that's okay. And I'm not saying that they still controlled the game at some points. Sure. The first half, completely, yeah. Ugh, completely couldn't even score an open goal. Come on, man. They needed a penalty to even get on the score sheet. Other than that... Do, do you understand how fine these margins are when you're talking about two top teams? These are the two best teams in the league. Yeah, by, and... By a good margin. And the team that won, you're not going to say controlled the game, though, right? Because they didn't. All right, well, that's fine. I think this is, my, this is my take, is City were efficient with the ball when they had it. They were more decisive and they were more clinical. So for me, that's having good control in the little amount of time you possess the well, ball. Well, that's taking advantage, yeah, of situations, yeah. Definitely. Oh, for sure, yeah. And, and taking course. advantage of situations of you create. The press that you make is going to create those chances. They, they, they and it made, created all of our chances. Arsenal make a mistake. They took Quite the ball. a few times, yeah. They took the, yeah, that, that happens. They yeah. make a lot of mistakes, Kyle yet Walker, they're controlling it, right? Yeah, Kyle Walker got the ball off of, a, a, was it Martinelli? I'm not sure, in, in the final action, and you could see that's exactly what create. that's what started the, that final goal. Yeah, you, they'll get credit for it. No, I'm not, I'm like, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know where, where you feel like attacked that. I'm saying that City played like shit, yet they still won. No, I didn't say that, but when, when it's City on that other foot where they control the game as far as controlling possession and getting into the final third, suddenly it's, oh, well, the other team was, Dude, they were I, just better. I, I, like I, I hope you listen back to these because oh, and super, I do, and I do because I remember having this conversation with you countless of times, but me being on the other side. I'm super complimentary of City. No, no, you're I not. Like no, you're not. You, you only are when because they win. Because they're kissing their ass all the time. No, you only are when they win. But say when when we deserve to win, you you don't even say that we controlled the game there. They're like, no, they were inefficient. The other team took advantage, and and that's they were the better team. Today, City look, were the better look, team, man, and deservedly. I'm pretty, I'm pretty fair to City. No, you're not, man. And and, not. and, and it's I've fine. Never, I don't expect you to. I don't expect you to say anything remotely negative about them. Oh, I have, I have, and 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 it's it's documented. 
the the, the quite frankly is like that I don't have as much negative to say as the average fan does because City have been the best club in England for the past six years, seven years, apart from a few little dips and and valleys. But yeah, for the most part, there's not a whole lot to say negative about City, especially today. There wasn't a lot to say. In the minimum time that we did have the ball, we controlled the game. We're more clinical, and that's all I'm saying. I just think that if, if Arsenal really controlled the game like you say they did, they would have done more with it. They played a team that has a really good defense. And we played the, the league leaders, too. Let's not forget. We're not playing against a bummy team. Like I said, they're the two best teams by a good margin. <sighs> Fair play. And and when it, when it comes down to it, it's, it's little things. That are really going to change the game. Yeah. And City took advantage of their situation. They created their... Was it two goals? Three? Well, yeah, I mean... None none were for penalty. That was off a mistake from Tomoyasu. I'm sorry. Uh, That doesn't happen without some some fuckery with with Tomoyasu. And that doesn't happen without Kevin De Bruyne being there on the press to pick off the keeper. Because that was Tomoyasu's intent. And by the way, when we beat Arsenal 1-0 in the FA Cup, we were also lucky. I'm not going to forget you said that as well. And yeah, you did. Oh, bro. it was a bullshit goal, yeah. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. And, and today we scored three bullshit ones, too. I didn't say that. No, but I'm saying it. Because if you're going to say that game was, I'm going to agree with you then. And, and, and I feel like, and I said it last week, I feel like Arsenal played better that day, too. And they played better today. So, I mean. Uh, well, I won't say they played better the whole game. They had control of the, the game. Second, the second game, the second half was all City. All right. Well, it wasn't all city, but it wasn't. It wasn't. As soon as the second goal went in, it, Arsenal shut down, and that and that's a mentality thing that they're gonna have to deal with. Because anytime they face adversity this season, it, they've struggled. They gotta play better defense. They gotta play better defense. That's too well, like they, they make very amateurish mistakes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, playing against the press is not easy. And they press very well too. By the way, they made us do a, make a few the, mistakes. They win the ball back very well. And so do we. And, and that's so my point. Like, they, it's very similar they're not, styles. They're not good at dealing with adversity. Adverse, adversity? Adversity, yeah. Adversary. Ad, no, nah, yeah. no, nah, I'm just kidding. Wait, not you me. No, no, no. It's adversity, right? Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right. Fuck, I, I, now I feel like a chimp. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, uh, I feel like people don't appreciate right, counterattacking right. football. Um, I, I stand by that. Anyway. And then City um, put up a master class today. I know. Maybe like, we didn't control look, the game. It, it, fuck. I, I, I'm not even going to say it was a game of two half. But as soon as that second goal goes in, which let's give credit to Mr. Grealish. Oh, I know. Finally, man. <laughs> but but what a what a great little side pass, too, by Pivy uh, Pulis. <laughs> That's the second time you say that. Yeah. Um, hey, as soon as that second goal goes in, it's like Arsenal shut down. And they they just don't know how to react. They 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 put their head down, and after that, it just didn't feel like they were serious. They got it, they got into those positions again, but it never really felt like oh, they're gonna, they're going to make this happen. No, it felt a lot more likely that City was going to take advantage, and they, that they did. Yeah, and it was a good goal by Holland. Yeah. Um. Where does this go? Because. Arsenal still have a game in hand, mm-hmm. but like you said, and we still have to play them one more time this season at home at the Etihad. Um, so yeah, it, it feels like you said this earlier that City are just going to go on those marches. Just seems that way. It seems like it, yeah. But you know, 
City went through their dip in form too. Yeah. The, the yeah, way that Arsenal yeah. are going through it now, we we went through it in in December, or sorry, uh, early January. You could say yeah. um, it's going to happen to both teams, I think, and um, that's what makes the Prem great, you know. Uh, and then yeah. United might might enter the chat. Who knows? They they're five points behind, but what I noticed that this 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 match week and last match week. United drop points. I mean, sorry. Uh, Arsenal drop points Whoa, and, and Man- Newcastle drop points. Manchester United did drop points last week against uh, Leeds. And, but you know they got it back, and and City won as well. City beat Villa and now Arsenal. So like the two clubs trending up are City and United. Arsenal and Newcastle are are hitting nails in the road right now. So we'll see what this means for the title race. But it's a it's a reality check for Arsenal. You know for sure. Well, a lot of the Arsenal fans now they're they're being doomsayers. They're like, we knew it. Like we knew as soon as we were up eight points, this this was going to go to shit. Like, I don't necessarily think it's the nail in the coffin, but I also don't think that City's going to let up. No. And, and and what's going to end up being the crucial match is the 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 return game. Yeah. No, that's that's gonna be pivotal for the, sure. The, the definite definite decider. Basically, a, any any game with, amongst the top four is gonna be crazy. But they also have like Liverpool away. Like, dude, are we gonna disregard Liverpool like that still? Ah, uh, I mean, look, like they played great against Everton, and I'll give oh, them yeah, credit. Yeah, exactly. but I'm just saying, I, I don't like, know. Like, I, I don't know. We all, but but every time we look at, at well, not us, but anytime there's attention played to whatever team's remaining schedules. Yeah. Just highlight the Liverpool match. Yeah. Do they do they still deserve that kind of respect? Um, I well look for me Liverpool is like Tottenham. No matter how bad or good they are, they give City the toughest match, so that's no problem. But if City can beat, I mean, if Liverpool can beat City, I think Liverpool can beat Real Madrid. I think Liverpool can win everything, right? I mean. It's not the transitive property or anything, but I, I just got to say, like, if they're able to really beat City, I think at that point, Madrid might be shaking in their boots. What was the, what was the, um, the result? Did they play already? Um, ah, dude, I want to say we did. Probably didn't oh, yeah, we did. We played them in the cup, I believe, and we eliminated them. And then we, I think we lost to them in the league earlier this season. Really? Unless it was last season, but I want to say it was this season. Mm, you beat them in the, I guess, FA Cup? Yeah. And then... Oh, fuck. Yeah, they did beat you. Yeah. In October, 1-0. How the fuck? Yeah, it was It was a, it was a, like, a solid goal. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Wow. But that's that was what before I mean. they were what they are today, right? Uh, they they are who they are now. I, I feel think. like they've lost a lot of confidence too. But I mean, do, should anybody take Liverpool seriously? I, I think you take them as serious as you do Spurs. You know, you know, on on any given day they can give you the word. Sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so following that, uh, you just want to get into a preview of. The upcoming matches for this week? Sure. Saturday, February 18, Aston Villa versus Arsenal. Huh. That's um, a good game. I'll take a 1-1 draw. <laughs> it, uh, you know, that was the first thought that popped into my head. Um, oh, AD's injured. Really? 
It looked like he was walking to the locker room. Ah, uh, it's halftime, fucker. No, no, I mean, I don't know. He looked he like the he final had a win. We'll see, we'll see. Oh, God damn it. Uh, anyway, um, uh, 2-1 Arsenal. Fair. That's clenched butt cheeks. Yeah, maybe a that's, 90th, that's 90th clenched, minute. But that's not even, like, I don't feel comfortable saying that. Brentford versus Crystal Palace. Yeah, I'll give it to Brentford. Uh, yeah, two, Brentford. Two zero. Fair enough. Brighton, Fulham. One, one. Give me one one. All right. Brighton, Fulham. Fulham, one nil. That's fair. Uh, Chelsea versus Southampton. Oh. One one draw. Oh, come on. No. Surely. Surely. This is the game that turns Chelsea season around. I mean, like, I'll take a draw. That's still positive points. I mean, like, I mean, if they win, that's great. But three nil, give me three nil. Sorry, that's fair. Anything other than three nil is dis- is disappointment, and you should be ashamed of yourselves, Chelsea. A win uh, doesn't matter. If they were playing Villa, <sighs> never mind. <laughs> Everton play Leeds. Um, man, the shit bowl. If you if you ask me, um, yeah, that's. I'll take a one one draw on that one. Come on, Leeds. 1-0. Nottingham Forest uh, hosting Manchester City. Didn't it? They beat in the first game, right? Mm, I don't remember. Because I know we lost to Brentford. I don't remember if we lost to them. Oh. I don't know if we lost to them, to be fair. Um, I'm, I'm checking right now real quick. Because this... We've lost quite a lot this year. A, a little bit. Well, relatively speaking. Oh, oh, fuck. No, I was way off. Oh, no. no, no, no. Uh, you don't need to worry about Nottingham 4. Well, no. You I beat mean, them 6-0? We beat Spurs 4-2 and then lost to them after. So, personally, I'll, I'll take a 1-1 draw. No, I mean, it's just, like, it's games that you tie sometimes. It just kind of feels like it. City are playing great. We beat 6-0 the first time. I know, but that's that's not always indicative of the second go around. You know what I mean? Um... Look, I'd be happy with, with anything more than a draw, but it just feels like City are going to draw this one, man. Well, they do have Kaylor Navas this time. Yeah, no, and, and you know, they're, they're not a bad team. 2-0. <sighs> uh, all right, I'll okay, agree. Let, let, let me be fair. Wolves, Bournemouth, I'll give it to Wolves, 1-0. Wolves are a little bit on a positive streak right now. Sure. Um, and Burnham just suck. So, yeah, I'll take Wolves, 1-0, 2-0, something like that. Nice. And then Newcastle versus Liverpool. Fuck. I'll give it to Newcastle. 3 1. Wow. Come on, Bruno Gumaires. Come on. You got to look hot and sexy for Madrid. They're coming for you. No, we need Bellingham. Oh, man. We need, uh, what's his name? Cravat. Well, I mean, we need Super League so so we can make that happen first and foremost. Oh, man. Uh, uh, we're, we're a net spend FC. Um, <laughs> having said that, Liverpool 2-1. <sighs> Underdog story. I like that. Uh, you know, I love me. I love me a Cinderella story. Um, it sells fo- books. Following this match, though, we have Man United against Leicester City FC. Um. Two teams that have won, uh, you know, Premier League titles in the last six years, seven years. Um, let's, let's keep it a stack. These are teams that have winning history. It's going to be a good Duke off. 
Leicester just come off the heels of beating Tottenham 4-1. Um, I expect a 2-2 draw here. I think both teams are going to come out guns a-blazing. Uh, a good old-fashioned shootout. Let's not forget that Manchester United is going to be coming off of Thursday night against Barcelona. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? They have two teams that are on pretty good streaks right now. Oh, yeah, but... How do you like that? How do you like that match? Well, the Leicester match or the... No, 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 no Barcelona versus Manchester United. Oh, man, um, it's going to be a good game. I think pretty even teams, if I'm honest. But I I, uh, I think for United, it's more important. Of it, huh? I think for United, it's more important. This could be the only bit of silverware they get this year. While Barcelona... They're well, in the driver's seat, huh? Yeah. Um, are we ready to at least give some credit to Xavi? Or is he still a bit overrated in your book? We need more time. I plead to one, uh, two, three, four. Ah, uh, fair play, fair I, play. I don't have an opinion on him, man. No, no, no. He's I, an enigma. He's still, it's still very young in his coaching career, so I don't blame you as well. Uh, that being said, um, uh, Manchester United I have a two-two a draw. Two-nil. <laughs> man, there. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I mean, it, they're you're, home. You're fine in the West. Yeah, no, it's just like, and you've said this before. Sometimes home doesn't mean shit. No, I mean, that's true. That's look at true. City at the Emirates. They went, they beat them, went to their fridge, took their sandwich, sat on their couch, <laughs> went home. Let their nuts ache. Yeah, yeah. Why? Well, I just think sometimes any team can give you the work at home, and it's humbling. No, I thought she do. Um, but yeah, it should be a good game. Following that, uh, London affair, Tottenham, West Ham. Wow, I'll take a two-two draw. Did you, did you see the video of, of the uh, the Chelsea fan um, after the West Ham game? Oh, by the way, was that a handball? Should have been a handball, right? Sure. Yeah. I rest my case, sir. But did you see the the Chelsea fan going to the West Ham fan saying, "Come on, you eyes!" Like trying to yeah. take the piss. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that he guy. Got, he got cleared out. Yeah. He cleared out pretty quick. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, uh, I'll take uh, Tottenham one 0 That's fair. Though these these are two um, relatively boring teams. Yeah, I'll still watch, but it's not. I mean, it's not super appetizing. Yeah, but you know, I'm not going to be happy about it. <sighs> anyway, anything else we got to talk about? It's Trike Night, man. Trike Night. Trike Night. Anything else? No, no. I think I think that sums everything up. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. So, All right. Um, All right. Well, two guys, two mics, two pints, and this has been episode one twenty-five, and we'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace.